Once upon a time, as you mortals are fond of saying, beyond the snowy mountain peaks and the distant hills lay the dominion of Tsar Bilibin Tsarevich. A respected and beloved ruler, he was fortunate enough to father three sons, Abram, Dima, and Ivan, who would carry on his family name. However, for everything he owned and accomplished, it was a single tree in his palace gardens that the people adored. Word of it traveled far beyond even the boundaries of young Russia, for this tree bore golden fruit. For Bilibin, this tree was as much a curse as it was a blessing, for with each year the tree blossomed, it pressed on his mind. Father! Slow down, Ivan. Where's the fire? Can't you hear our father screaming? What's happening in there? He's always like this, Ivan. It'll pass. I wish there was something we could do. These headaches of his get worse every day. Father's old, Ivan. Even a Tsar can't live forever. Eventually, one of us is going to have to take his place. He, he can't rule like this. Why else do you think he confines himself to his study? The best doctors in Russia are treating him. You think there's something you can do that they can't? I... I, I guess not. You're right, brother. I was being foolish. We went to see him ourselves, but he just kept ranting about that damn tree. There's nothing to be done. Least of all by you. Ivan Zarevich, the dreamer. What was it you spoke about at dinner last night, brother? A, a golden bird and a palace made of glass? Go back to your books. I... Ivan? Or go in and enjoy the pleasure of his company. Oh, I'm sure the conversation will be scintillating. Who is it? It's Ivan, father. Come, boy. <coughs> there you are, Ivan. Well, don't just stand by the door. Get in here and present yourself. Let me look at you. Yes, there's so much of your late mother in you. So unlike your brothers. They take after me, tall and broad. You've always been a softer thing. Yes, father. They don't believe me, but perhaps you will. Yes, you'll listen, won't you, boy? Not like my other sons or the doctors they send to poison me with those tonics and potions. The doctors only mean to help you. I know what it is they do. <coughs> what is it you mean to tell me, father? Look out the window, boy. What do you see? The gardens. And at its center? The apple tree. Exactly! And how many apples do you see? Six? Yes, six! Yesterday there were seven! Before that, eight! You think someone's stealing your apples? Their gold would fetch a great sum. 
but the seeds are the key. No matter how hard we've tried, we've never managed to grow a second tree. But if someone were to succeed... I see. No, you don't see! You don't see it at all! What would you have me do? Protect the tree, boy. I'd do it myself, but your brothers have me confined here. They must come at night. Stand vigil! And then you'll take your medicine? If you promise to guard it this evening... Then I promise. We have an accord. doing out here like this? Dima and Abram would have poured the medicine down his throat themselves rather than barter with the whims of an old man. Uh, maybe I'm going mad as well. There's nobody out here, and it's going to snow soon. The warmth of summer's long past. What's that sound? I'd have seen if anyone approached. Wait, what's that in the branches? A bird! Bigger and more impressive than even the most resplendent hawk, with feathers that gleam golden. It's eating the apples from the tree! <laughs> Do not touch me, mortal! You can speak? And more besides. Come near me again and I will burn you, you asunder. You control fire? I am fire. The firebird of my dreams. You dream of me? I... Speak up, mortal. You're floundering. Yes. Three nights now. The same dream. Details. Tell me more. In my dreams, I see myself on a wolf's back, riding along a forest path to do battle with... someone I can never quite see. In a land where a princess sits under lock and key in a palace of glass. And by night, a great bird pecks at golden fruit. Interesting. Your father owns this fine tree? He's the great Tsar, Bilibin Sarevich. And you're his heir? No. Abram is the firstborn. I am Ivan Sarevich, third of my line. I am the Firebird. Unique of my kind. I fear that I pulled this feather from your tail when I thought you were simply an animal. I'm so sorry. I ought to roast you alive for the indignity. But, seeing as I've been eating your father's apples, you can consider it a trade. Your life for this repast. I had no idea wonders such as you still existed. We exist. Out in the wilds, beyond the reach of your kind. No one will believe me when I tell them where the apples have been going. They all think my father's going mad. Keep the feather. Thank you. I won't return here again. Farewell, Prince Ivan. The Firebird.
You took your time, Delight. I did as you asked. The trap is baited. You've done well, Bird. Now, assume human form that I might gaze upon you. Good. You've learned not to hide yourself. If you want to let over this form, then so be it. If you touch me, you'll burn. I have the thirteen for that. You I simply like to gaze upon. I hate you. Oh, I know. That's why I find it so enjoyable. You could erase me with a gesture, but as long as you and I are bound, I'm immortal, and you can't harm me. <laughs> I hate you. My sons, Ivan has done what you could not. He has listened to my words and brought back proof of my suspicions. What have you to say for yourselves? It's a feather, father. It's hardly proof of his wild story. For all we know, he found it in the garden and made up the whole ridiculous tale that justify those inane dreams he's been talking about for days. Ivan, what have you to say to these accusations? I... Speak up, boy! I'm not lying. She was real. Oh, then prove it. Yes, let him ride out and bring back this fabled Firebird. Ivan has nothing to do to prove to the pair of you. But Ivan, will you rise to their challenge? I will, father. R really? But know this, you two. If he returns with the bird in hand, it shall be Ivan who inherits my title, not Abram. What? Father, this is ridiculous. Enough! Leave us. The pair of them plot and scheme behind my back, while they think me too old and weak to do anything about it. But their own schemes will be their undoing this time. Father, I have no desire to leave. Yet lead you must, Ivan. There's not a trace of pity or remorse in either of them. Do you know which direction you'll be heading? South. You've lived a relatively sheltered life here in the palace gardens, my child. But this journey will take you past our borders, out into the wilds, where traces of the old world still linger. There are things there that are as powerful as they are ancient, waiting out of sight to devour you. Gird yourself, boy, and know that wherever your journey takes you, my faith and love travel to. Father. Now go! Prepare yourself for the trials ahead. Face forward, boy. You're human tonight, Firebird. Was that a question or a statement? Clearly you can see that I am. Why then would you feel the need to express it in words? It was intended by form of greeting. Apologies, Sasha. Sometimes I forget the intricacies of mortal interactions. The sorcerer is being cruel again. When is Kosai anything but cruel? When he's vicious. <laughs> True. How fair the thirteen. Natasha's arm has set at last, after he last toyed with her. She stopped crying this morning. Otherwise, we're as we always are. Trapped. Defenseless. 
without hope. Perhaps not entirely without hope. Explain yourself, immortal. Kosai's been attempting to lure another prince into his domain for his entertainment. But there was something different about this one. He said he saw me in a dream. The word of a prince is hardly cause for hope, bird. I'll not hold my breath. I gave up on waiting for heroes long ago. This one snatched a feather from my tail. Huh? Do you think he knows what that means? Doubtful, but perhaps fate is at work here. We will have to watch this one when he arrives. Assuming he survives the journey. Strange to find one here. What does it say? Whosoever goes to the right side will be safe and sound, but his steed will be slain. Whosoever goes instead to the left side will be killed himself, but his horse will be safe. How strange. This feels like a test. Well, I've not come this far to simply turn around and go home. To the right. What happened to the rain? Interesting. I'd have sworn this road ended at the marker, but now there's a clear path leading to the right. If there are wolves here, then maybe I'm further from civilization than I thought. Not wolves. A single great wolf. My god, the size of it! Meat. Stay back, creature! You chose. I fed. Do not think to threaten me, mortal, or I will have your you can speak as well. Drop the blade. You'll forgive me if I decline to do so. <laughs> You're safe from me, human. Travel to the left of the marker, and you would have continued in the world of man. Lived a dull life. Died of old age somewhere years from now. Instead, you chose to journey right into the wild. The price of entry into our lands is that you must feed the Grey Wolf. And so my horse was forfeit. Exactly. If I truly have nothing to fear from you, then perhaps you could answer me a question? <laughs> perhaps. Ask, and I will decide if I want to answer. I'm looking for the bird that dropped this feather. You have a firebird feather. Is that so strange? Maybe. Maybe not. Perhaps 
it means everything. Or nothing. Do you know where the bird nests? You would be better served turning around and leaving the wild. The path you're on will only lead to ruin and pain. To return would be the same. My father's counting on me. The Firebird resides in the palace of Kosai, the Deathless, a powerful sorcerer. How do I find this palace? I warn you of an immortal mage, pain, and ruin, and you still seek to journey on. I like you, human. You either possess great courage, or you are truly clueless. My brothers would agree with the latter. Then this is your opportunity to prove them wrong. Which way should I go? Here. Get on. I've robbed you of your mount. Perhaps I can serve in its place. You're sure? Get on before I change my mind. Very well. I had a dream about this. Right in the back of a great wolf. Dreams are dangerous. They're not to be trusted. Everything in them has come to pass so far. The flaming bird, you, even traveling to a palace. Is there a princess at our destination? You talk a lot, human. My brothers agree. They say I read and talk when I should act. Reading and thinking are important, as long as you take action when it's necessary. What's your name, mortal? Prince Ivan Sarevich. Listen closely, for I won't repeat myself. The bird you seek is Kosai's slave. The sorcerer found a way to bind her to him and live forever. Tread carefully with him. He's no fool. And his magic makes him dangerous even to my kind. If you seek this bird, he may show her to you. But always be aware that Kosai has plans within plans. If he learns why you are really there, he will destroy you. How would you suggest I proceed? A good question. Those of the wild are bound by ancient laws. If you present yourself as a visitor to his palace, you will have to follow the rules of a host. This will buy you time, but you will also need to follow the rules of a guest to the letter. Else risk freeing him to do as he pleases. I know these rules. They're still used at court. Then use that to your advantage. Kosai will seek to test and break you. See that he does not. Bide your time, and put your mind to good use. Find a way to win. What is this place? The Stone Garden. So many statues. Mark them well, mortal. Once they were all human. These statues were people. Heroes, knights, and fools who came to try and best Kosai. He turned them to stone. Why? He collects your kind. It amuses him. Did these others not see the garden? 
and realized what would happen. They thought themselves better. Too fast. Too skilled with the blade. Too strong. They challenged Kosai in different ways. And each was ultimately found lacking. You're the first to stop and consider your approach. These others couldn't see past my form, or think to question me. You brought me this way deliberately. I wanted you to understand the stakes. I appreciate the kindness. Kindness. You're an interesting human. Koshai tempted all of them here. How? Over the course of his long life, he has stolen thirteen princesses. Each beautiful in a different way. These he keeps for his amusement and pleasure, but also use as bait for those who would seek to rescue them. How long have they been here? Time means nothing in the wild. They haven't aged? Think carefully before considering rescuing these women. Prioritize. Which means more to you? Your mission? Or your sense of heroism. Good point. This is where we part ways, Ivan. I'll not carry you further into the Deathless One's domain, lest you suspect we are working together. I will, however, lurk on the fringes of his kingdom, away from the prying eyes of the creatures that serve him. Should I see you need aid, I will come. Do not count on me being near when danger calls. Thank you for what you've done. Thank me if you survive. I must admit it's a morbid curiosity that keeps me here. But I like you more than most humans I've met. that I wasn't to be disturbed. You disappoint me, Dimitri. Well, speak up, you miserable little goblin. My lord, Prince Ivan approaches the palace. Already? thought the wilds would have proven harder for him to navigate. Firebird, didn't you say he was the bookish son? Bookish doesn't mean incompetent. Apparently not. I'd have thought you would have been pleased he made it here, given the lengths you went to in order to make it happen. Watch your tone with me, bird. What would you have us do, master? Yes, we live to serve. Let him approach. I will greet this guest personally. A palace made of glass. Such a strange thing to see out here in the wilds. So fragile. 
Come no further. Hello? It isn't often we have mortals come calling here. State your business. Are you friend or foe? I am Prince Ivan Sarovich, third son of Tsar Bilibin Sarovich. I have come here at the bequest of my father to seek the renowned wisdom of the sorcerer Kosai, the one they call Deathless. Really? Really. I came upon this palace in my travels, and knowing only that he is a man of great culture, thought to ask after him here. Step into the light. You're humbly dressed for a prince. The wilds are hardly the place for court finery, but I carry my father's seal on our family ring. Indeed. Hold out your hand that I might inspect it. Here. Yes, that's Bilibin's seal. Might I ask who you are, sir? I am the great sorcerer Kosai the Deathless, and this spectacular glass palace is my home. Then I found you at last. Oh, this is wonderful news. You say you've been seeking me. My father sent me to ask your counsel. It's well known that Kosai is one of the wisest and most well-versed of immortals. I was tasked with learning the answer to a question that has long weighed on my father's mind. What's the question? What does the Tsar promise in return? Oh, but I've been travelling for weeks. Perhaps I could impose on you for a warm meal and a bath before we begin? Very well. Dimitri! Yes, my lord? Show the prince to one of our guest quarters. See that he is given a fresh bed and clean clothes. As you command, my lord. You're a gracious host. See that I don't regret this kindness. I'm not a patient man, Prince Ivan. This way. Interesting. This young man is different to the others I've lured here for my amusement. He thinks that relying on the laws of safe passage will keep him safe, but I'm on to his game. Regardless, he's here now. The boy's father was all too quick to send him. And I will have my entertainment. It seems that this time, it is to be a battle of wits. Bad! Yes? You are forbidden to interact with this boy. Remain hidden from sight and in human form so that he won't recognize you. As you wish. That's... Better. <laughs> I will need clothes if I am to pass as mortal. One of the princesses will supply you. I have no time for such matters. Will there be anything else? Yes. Send word to the kittens. Tonight there will be a feast to welcome the arrival of our new guest. 
I have something special planned. That was as intimidating as I'd feared. Kosai has a presence about him that's quite unlike any other. Imposing. Powerful. It's like staring down the point of a sword. I hope I can keep this up. It's a fragile game of cat and mouse I've instigated. It won't be long before he makes his first move against me. If I falter, he'll turn me into a statue before I can blink. It's already begun. Who is it? Dmitri. My lord Kasai wishes to extend an invitation to dinner this evening. Dinner? There will be a feast in your honor. Please extend my humble thanks to your master. I would of course be honored to attend. Very well. So, I am stuck in this form for the foreseeable future. Meanwhile, we've been ordered to cook, serve, and entertain at this feast he's throwing. I thought you said this newcomer was a hero. He sounds like a waif. I said he was different, not that he was a hero. Fat lot of good he's doing either way. Do the clothes I gave you fit alright? You're roughly the same size as Allah, but I could try asking Diana if they don't. I'll never understand how you mortals can tolerate such garments. (sighs) At least your breasts aren't on display. Keep an eye on our stray prince this evening. Watch him closely for me. You realise he's just another of the Master's playthings? I'd rather spend the time trying to do what I can to prevent him from hurting another of the Thirteen. It won't be long before this one meets the same end as the others, and takes up a permanent place in his stone garden. Perhaps. We shall have to see. Please, sit. I'd be a poor guest indeed if I did so before my host. How thoughtful. I hope that the meat here in the wilds is to your taste. Everything looks delicious. This particular goblin was a member of the house staff. He was a poor butler, but makes them excellent roast. <coughs> oh, I- I'm sorry. Does the flavor not suit you? No. I understand how difficult it can be to find good staff. I see you brought a gift to the table as well. You really are surprisingly educated in the old laws. I want to be a good guest. After all, I've come all this way to find you, and it would hardly do to insult such a gracious host. My gift to you is one of my father's famous golden apples. In the history of his reign, he's never let them leave the palace. This one we give to you as a sign of admiration and respect. How thoughtful. Tell me, how is it you reached my palace so quickly, Ivan? I'd have thought the wilds would have presented a danger to a single man, travelling alone and on foot. 
Why, Kosai, you talk almost as if you knew I was coming. I could have set out months ago and just arrived today. Oh, I, I mean to say that the journey must have been hard on you. I won't lie, there were dangers. A wolf ate my mount, and I've narrowly avoided a handful of other incidents. I consider myself lucky to have survived. Dinner was delicious. Thank you. We aren't finished for this evening yet. There's entertainment for you as well. Thirteen princesses dancing for your honor. They're very beautiful. You're a lucky man indeed to be attended by such women. Yes, I am. Tell me, Ivan, which one do you think is the most beautiful? I couldn't possibly choose. Don't be shy. Is it Anna? Her long legs and ample bosom have attracted many a man. Oh, but perhaps Natasha is more to your tastes. She is young and supple. All thirteen are beautiful in their own individual way. But my original statement stands. I couldn't possibly choose. They're all yours, after all. Each of them is the jewel of a different kingdom. I've created for myself a selection of every type of woman imaginable, all brought here into my possession. Some of them resist at first, but they soon learn that there's no escape. Once I turn my eye to something, it will either be mine, or it is destroyed. I see. Watch closely. The dance comes to an end. Now, if I might take my leave for the evening? My head is heavy, and my bed is calling. You have my leave to go. Thank you for a wonderful meal. Cardiff! I thought I had him for a moment when he ate the goblin meat. He was so close to spitting out that over-salted, burnt carcass, but instead the bastard finished the whole damn plate and thanks me for it! He's a clever man, but still a man, and a young one at that, hot-blooded. <laughs> if he won't choose a princess from my thirteen, then perhaps I will simply have to choose one for him. Goblin flesh. <laughs> it was all I could do to not choke on the stuff. What manner of monster is Kosai? And those poor women, stolen from their homes and forced to bend to his will. What are you doing? H how did you get in here? The door was unlocked. You don't like what you see? 
pl- please, cover yourself and get out of my bed. Lord Kosai has instructed me to spend the night here. In my bed? The implication was for something more specific. Here, cover yourself with this. I'm to leave then? He will beat me if I disappoint him. He will? Or worse. What precisely were his orders? I need the exact words he used. To spend the night in your bed. Hmm. How dedicated are you to your master? (laughs) I'd kill him if I thought it were possible. Then you're not working to his agenda? I do whatever it takes to survive here. But I'm not here out of choice. None of us are. Don't take us for mewling damsels. We've all learned that the price of attempted escape is too steep to risk. Then perhaps we can come to an agreement. Kosai and I are locked in a kind of battle of manners. It's a little like a duel. I've invoked ancient rules that keep me safe as long as I don't break them. And for his part, Kosai can't harm me until I do. Then he sent me here to tempt you. I'm not sure if I'm flattered or disgusted. It's a trap. If I were to sleep with you, I'd have taken you without his permission, and he could destroy me. If I reject you, it amounts to the same thing. He'll take umbrage either way. I think I understand. Thrust and riposte. He's made a move against you. What action will you take in return? You say he asked you to spend the night in my bed? Yes. Then sleep there you shall. I'll simply sleep on the floor. You'll have done what he asked, and I should be safe. The Firebird was right. You're a different kind of man to the usual heroes Kosai draws here for his amusement. You've seen the Firebird? She thinks you have the potential to win this game you're playing. I came here to bring her home with me. If I have proof she's real, then it proves my father isn't mad. You're endangering yourself for his sake. He was a great man. I'd not see his name tarnished in his later years. My brothers just want to inherit the title of Tsar. They're more of what you'd consider... Traditional princes. Strong. Brave. I'm usually the guy wandering around with a book under his arm. The runt of the litter. I can't remember the last time I read. There are no books here outside of the sorcerer's personal library. And those are written in a strange language that only he can understand. They hurt to look at if you try. I'm not sure if I'd even remember how to anymore. Wait a moment. Here. I brought these with me for the journey. A book? You're a strange kind of prince indeed. Fiction or non-fiction? Fiction. Perfect. I could use a little escapism. I'm out of practice. It may take me a while to read this. You can keep that one. I have another copy at home. What's it like here for the women he's taken? The Thirteen. It's a nightmare. Kosai's a monster. We're beaten, broken and battered when he's in a bad mood. Raped and made to serve him when he's in a good one. Some of us probably couldn't even look at a man again in the best of circumstances. It's... It's not good. Once he summoned a Nocnista to torment us as we slept, and watched for his amusement as we cried out in fear. We could feel it slithering in and out of our dreams. 
He never called it off. Instead, we had to look for hold stones in the river to keep it at bay. Some of us still wear them. Others keep them under their pillow at night. I'd ask for your help, but I don't want to put you in harm's way if Kossai found out. What is your plan? Long term, I mean. The game you're playing certainly can't last forever. It's a stalling tactic. The rules of our game work both ways. If I can goad him into breaking them, then he'll have no choice but to allow me to kill him. The bird asked me to keep an eye on you. And you gave me this book. So I'll give you this piece of advice in return. You can't kill Kosai. He's called the Deathless for a reason. He's used magic to separate his heart from his body and hidden it somewhere in the woodlands surrounding the palace. He doesn't care about the stakes of your game because he's confident that there are no consequences for him. He'll laugh as you try, then destroy you. That's problematic. (laughs) You're a master of understatement. How has he even managed such a feat? Shouldn't he be dead? His ownership of the Firebird has made it possible somehow. Damn it! But you can use that confidence against him. If you can find and destroy his heart, then when you strike, Kosai wouldn't think to defend himself, and the blow would be fatal. If you can do it. Do what? Kill him. Have you ever murdered anyone before? I can't say I have. Honestly, I don't think I'll know for sure until the moment comes. Make sure that you don't back out. Here. You'll need a pillow if you're going to sleep on the floor. Thanks. Thank me if you survive tomorrow. I hear Kosai is planning on sending you into the forest. I imagine he'll be hoping that one of the wild animals there kills you for him. But it'll be as good a time as any to find the heart. Try to look for something out of the ordinary. An artifact under an enchantment that powerful would probably be warping the land around it. Get some sleep. You'll need it. This way. Follow Dmitri. I'm coming. The master wants you to experience the wilds. He says that a hunt is a noble pursuit for one of royal blood. Yes, but who's the hunter and who the quarry? What was that? Nothing. Mm. You must pay attention. These woods change. It is very hard to keep your bearings out here. Lose concentration and you could get lost. How do you find your way? See that white oak in the distance? The leaves grow red. We use it to center ourselves. Red leaves? How strange. Is that normal here? (laughs) There is no normal here. You want normal? You should go back to the mortal world. Leave the wilds forever. Is that what your master wants? Uh, What? No. No, nothing, nothing like that. The master wants only that you hunt. And what will we be hunting today? Deer? A stag, perhaps? No, uh, no. Nothing so mundane. We hunt 
for the leshy of this grove. Is it not a forest spirit? Indeed. Very dangerous. But if you can locate their barrel, then a great horde could be yours. Leshy often waylay travelers, and they have a taste for rare metals. You could go home with a fortune. Of course, you would have to kill it first. I thought that might be the case. Where will we find it? Not much further now. This region is his hunting ground. A killing field. Sasha was right. Kostai's hardly bothering to hide his intent. Down there. Is there anything else I should know? Hmm. is a thing of the forest. Its body made of twigs and leaves. It can change its size by feeding on greenery, growing monstrous. I don't suppose you plan on accompanying me on this hunt? Dimitri has strict instructions that he is to let the Tsar's son have the honor of the kill. Alone. Well, here I go. I'm starting to wonder if this isn't a task better suited to my brothers. Good. The boy walks willingly into the Lash's lair. The master will be pleased. The floor's littered with jewels. And crushed bone. There must be enough wealth here to shame every merchant in Russia. But at the center... Is that heaving mass the beast? She stirs. Asleep for now. Thank God. I need to tread carefully. It looks like there are plenty of others who've tried to help themselves to this monster's horde. I can see bodies of all kinds. Goblins and other creatures I don't recognize. It must drag them here to feed. If I can pick my way over to the nearest one without waking the Leshy, I may have an idea on how to get out of this mess alive. What's he doing? Why doesn't he try to take the treasure? I'm not going to be able to slay that creature with just my sword, but this poor soul was carrying a traveler's pack with him. That means he's probably got a flint and tinder box. And a flask of vodka too. I'm in luck. No, this is all wrong. Boy's meant to be swallowed by the leshy, not sneak around while it sleeps. No, what's he doing? The creature's made of leaves and twigs. That makes it almost impossible to kill with a sword, but with fire. I might just stand a chance. Break his bones! Move fast, Ivan! If even one blow lands, I'm as good as dead. If I can stay on my feet and keep out of reach, the fire will finish it. I did it. 
But he should be dead. The master will be angry if Dmitri fails. Dmitri will be punished. I even must die. <laughs> the Grey Wolf. You would dare raise a hand against one who has just slain the Leshy. As Victor, he is master of this grove until the boy says otherwise. But... but... What's happening? Master Ivan, make him let me go. Tell the boy what you were asked to do. No, 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 no! I will break through your bones and feed on your flesh, goblin. Tell him why you tried to stab him in the back like a coward while he was recovering. I... the master... He wanted the boy to hunt. The truth. God, the prince was supposed to die. And who told you that? Be specific. Cassie, my master. Now I have my proof. Cossai's broken the laws of the host. I thought you said you'd let him go. Did I say that? Now that I think about it, no. Never assume. You were lucky I was watching from the woods. Letting your guard down around that insect was a mistake that could have cost you your life. Still, defeating the Leshy was an impressive feat. What will you do now? One of the princesses told me that Kosai's hidden his heart somewhere in these woods. I can't kill him as he is now, but if I can find it, he'll be vulnerable. Then you'll confront the wizard. He's broken the rules of the game we were playing. Now he has to allow me a blow, unguarded by his magic, as penance. Huh. I will watch and see how this plays out, but I will not intervene again, mortal. Do not count on me for rescue, if things do not go according to your plan. I'll not enter that glass castle. I understand. Thank you for saving my life. <laughs> Go seek out the wizard's black heart. Now, the goblin said that I could find my way by using the red leaves of the white ash tree as a waypoint. If I can find my way back there, perhaps I'll not be as lost in the wilds as I appear. Is that a book? What of it? Interesting. I've not seen you doing that before. Occasionally I do things other than work. A love of reading is one of the few things that Kosai hasn't been totally able to beat out of me. Though, if you give him the opportunity, he'd probably try. I wasn't talking about the book. I was referring to your smile. I was smiling. I didn't realise. It's been a long time since I've lost myself in a story. What's it like, reading? You don't read? Stories are a uniquely mortal thing. We beings of the wild lack the imagination. It's... liberating. For a little while, the world around me fades away, and I'm taken to another place. Escapism. And escape is always on our minds. Don't get your hopes up. 
Ivan's probably dead in a ditch somewhere in the wilds by now. Ah, Sasha. The one thing that I've learned throughout this immortal existence is that one can never really lose hope. We simply misplace it now and again, or forget where we left it. Pick it up, brush it down, and it will shine as brightly as it ever did. Like fire. <laughs> like fire. Bird, attend me. You better go. Be safe, Sasha. Dimitri wasn't lying. There's something about the wilds that makes it hard to find your way. I know I'm walking in the right direction, but somehow I've passed the same pile of rocks twice, and there's still no sign of the white ash. Blast! Now I know I'm lost. I've stumbled my way into Kosai's garden of statues. There's something deeply disturbing about looking into the faces of people who've crossed paths with my enemy and lost. I imagine each of them thought they were in with a fighting chance, right up until the moment his trap snapped shut. Somebody's coming. I need to hide. Why are we out here, wizard? Because old legs need stretching. I wasn't fortunate to curse you in my youth, so this aged body is what I have to work with. Perhaps I simply enjoy reliving old conquests. Either way, I have no need to explain myself to you, bird. If not for conversation, why bring me at all? Because every Grand Master deserves an audience. And because I don't want you visible about the palace when the prince returns. So I'm to play the role of audience to your monologue? <laughs> Only fools and madmen talk to themselves. This young man was the first to grace my collection. A large, brash brute of a noble who thought he could make a reputation by killing me. See how his pose is caught with his sword only half-drawn from his scabbard. The fool approached me directly and had the nerve to actually call me out in challenge. <laughs> I turned him to stone on the spot, of course. Of course. This one here looks like a man, but it's actually a girl in disguise. She came to rescue her sister, Sasha. Sasha? She snuck in by cover of night and tried to steal my property, not realizing that I don't sleep. I caught up with them at the standing stones and put an end to it. The miserable wench still comes out here once a week to keep her sister's statue clear of weeds. Perhaps she still hopes I'll find her one day. <laughs> Maybe I should break it in half. Wait. Blast! What was that? Apologies. I must have stepped on a twig. You're sure? Sure as I am that you've trapped me in this human shape, or that the feather you stole from me keeps your dark heart beating. If I am stuck like this, you'll have to bear a little clumsiness now and again. I wasn't born with hands and feet. Yes, I took your feather all those years ago. Plucked you like a common fowl. How 
foolish you must have felt when you realized what it meant for you. Then I used that power to cut my own beating heart from my chest. I earned my immortality because I alone could craft the spell, because I alone possess a phoenix feather. How dare you use my true name? I dare because I am Kosai the Deathless, immortal, weaver of dark magics and master of the wilds. Never forget it, bird. Others may call you Firebird, but I have no such compulsion. So you brought me out here to make yourself feel mighty. But remember, eternity is a long time. Should your ownership of me waver for even a moment, I'll burn you to ashes and all your stolen magic won't be able to save you. Your immortality is a borrowed trait. Fleeting. If that's my eventual fate, then I accept it. But it will not be this day. When we return, I want every member of the staff summoned to the Great Hall. Either Dimitri will return with the prince's body, or the Rant will have slain the very spirit of these woods. Either way, I will draw our game to its conclusion. So the Firebird is that woman in human form. She covered for me, and I'm sure her argument with the wizard was for my benefit. Kosai thinks he has the only Firebird Feather, but she let me keep the one I pulled in Father's garden. If Kosai's linked his feather to his heart, then perhaps mine can guide me to it. Amazing. It's glowing. Now I just need to follow the light. What's going on, Bird? The prince will be returning soon. Kosai intends to indulge himself by ending things in front of an audience. Let's hope Ivan's got the sense to have taken my warnings to heart. Hush! You don't know who's listening. Any one of these goblins would sell you out in a heartbeat to gain the wizard's favour. It's in their nature. It's a mean crowd. They're hungry for blood. I know that secretly you all wonder if this young prince will be the one to topple me. Some of you even crave my defeat. Let me assure you that this will not be the case. This game has only continued because I, in my infinite boredom, have allowed it. The boy was drawn here at my command because of my manipulation. And although he has performed admirably, he is about to discover that the deck is irrevocably stacked against him. Through subtle misdirection, the Tsar's son believes that he can walk in here and confront me. He foolishly thinks that the rules of hospitality will be his shield. You will all pay witness to his downfall, and when the realization that he has been hopelessly outplayed finally dawns on him, I will turn him to stone, immortalizing the expression of defeat on his face forever. Remember, he's mine. None of you are permitted to touch him without my command. 
Here he comes. I've returned from the hunt, Kosai. And I bring you the head of the Leshy in tribute. I've taken nothing from its lair. The hoard resides on your property, and its spoils are yours. Prosperity to my gracious host. The Leshy? He survived that monster? Not just survived, triumphed over it. You underestimated him, Sasha. I see. Ivan, you are the very model of a perfect guest. Then why have you tried to have me murdered, Kosai? Murder you? Dimitri, the servant you sent to guide me. He admitted as much to the Grey Wolf after he was caught trying to stab me in the back. On your orders. Grey Wolf? Why, that interfering mutt? So you don't deny it? No! Why would I deny it, Ivan? What could you possibly do to me? You broke the rules of the host. And according to the ancient laws, you may strike me once and I can do nothing to prevent it. (laughs) But can you guarantee that your strike will be true? I'm Kosai the Deathless! Immortal sorcerer of the wilds! What are you? Third bastard of a dying czar? Last in your line? Ivan the Bookworm. That's right. I like books. I read. I better myself. I'm something that my brothers aren't. That many of those statues in your garden weren't. Intelligent. It's a little late to be growing a spine now. I braved the wilds, befriended the Grey Wolf, defeated the Leshy, and engaged an immortal sorcerer in a game of wits. Did you really think that I didn't have a plan? It took me some effort to find it. Clever of you to bury it in a forest under the white ash as a marker, but its presence turns the leaves red. My heart? Impossible! Why does it just find it you'd have to have? I did one more thing I forgot to mention when we first met. I took a feather from the firebird when you sent it to my father's garden. Bird, what have you done? Not me, Kasai. You've underestimated this boy. Do you feel mortal now, sorcerer? With your heart in one hand and the key to your power in the other. Do you even remember what it's like to be vulnerable? Kill him! Goblins, I command you! Stay back, all of you! I'll incinerate anyone who interferes! You defy me! Broke the rules of the host! There's a deep magic, one of the oldest and most powerful. It's binding. Did you think that there wouldn't be consequences? Not for me! Then your arrogance is your own undoing! I... I command you to kill him! I can no more raise my hand against him than I could you while he owns that feather. I... Ivan! Ivan, wait! I can help you, Ivan. With me by your side, you could slay your brothers and be the most powerful czar the world has ever seen. Ruler of both worlds. Wealth and power's yours for the taking if you spare me. That's where you fail to understand me. I never wanted power. You 
can't kill me, Ivan. You won't. You're right. I, I, I am. I won't kill you. No. Finish it. For once in your miserable life, don't think. Just do it. She will. What? What? Here. Hold out your hands. I don't have the right to kill Kosai. Not when he's done so much wrong to you and the Thirteen. If anyone should judge him, it's you. His life is quite literally in your hands. It's warm. And fragile. All it will take is a little pressure to crush it. Please don't. Sosa, I'll, I'll free you and the rest of the Thirteen if you just hand me the heart, please. Now I need to ask you the question you asked me. Can you do it? Sasha. It's up to you. After he stole us from our families. After years of physical and mental torture. You whore! I'll rip you apart! After he murdered my sister in front of me. I can do that. I won't lie. That felt good. I suggest you all run. The magic that bound me died with Kosei, and with the exception of the prince here, only the thirteen will escape my wrath. (laughs) Nothing left but dust. Like all those years caught up with him at once. So dies the immortal. What now, Ivan? Honestly, I hadn't expected to be alive at this point. (laughs) I hope you're not expecting me to wilt into your arms and fall in love with you. The book you gave me wasn't that good. Honestly, I only came for the bird. I'm to be your servant now, Ivan? No, 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 nothing like that. This feather belongs to you. I thank you for letting me borrow it, but it belongs with its rightful owner. You realize you're giving up a lot of power. Like I told Kosai, I don't care about power, but there's an old man back home whose people believe him mad. It would do me a great service if you travel there with me to prove them wrong. I think that can be arranged. Ivan the Bookworm returned to Bilibin's palace on the back of a great wolf, with thirteen princesses and a magnificent golden bird in tow. His brothers, for all their complaining, were forced to admit that their dreamer of a brother had outshone them all. Bilibin, vindicated in the eyes of his people, ruled for nine more years before his passing, and in his wake, the title passed to Ivan. As for the golden apples, the tree vanished one night, passing into legend, though there are those who believe that it was replanted in secret, in a special garden amidst the ruins of a glass palace. There, they say a golden bird dines on its fruit to this day.
You've been listening to Firebird, which featured the voice talents of Tom Richards as Prince Ivan Zarovich, Eric Peterson as Kosai the Deathless, Emily Wiley as Princess Sasha, Eli Diaz as the Grey Wolf, Simon D. Alessi as Zar Bilibin Zarovich, Eric Smith as Prince Abram Zarovich, Louis Rolston as Prince Dima Zarovich, and Vladimir Gabatel as Dimitri, with Olivia Steele as the Firebird. Firebird was written and directed by Ben Warren and featured the music from the Firebird Suite by Igor Stravinsky, which is part of the public domain. Firebird is a Cascade Studios production. For more free audio stories, articles and games, visit us at www.cascadestudios.co.uk.